Hey, this is Alex with Bass and Brews. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So easy, Paul can do it. is up everybody i'm alex with swamp rat fishing my co-hostess with the mostest perch slayer paul heels is with me tonight paul how you doing man i i am wonderful wonderfully wonderful as usual and for those out in podcast land as i listen to most of these and not watching video <clears throat> I, I was brought on this podcast to bring some professionalism to it and i hadn't been doing a good job of it so today I, I've got on my my Columbia PF something or another fishing shirt, and I have a tie on. I did my hair, I blew dry and brushed out my beard, and because actually tonight we have a real accountant on, so I'm coming in professional. Listen, t- t- tonight could go either way. Uh, I mean, we could talk about fishing. Uh, Dom from Real Accountant could could sell us on a multi level. Uh, marketing deal. I don't know what's going to happen. He could maybe do our taxes. I don't know. Like the, the, you know, literally the sky's the limit. But before we get started, uh, I want to talk about Hookset Hoodlums. I need everybody to head over to hooksethoodlums.com. Uh, one of the best teams out there in fishing. As Wild Bill Fishing will say, uh, it's more than a team. This is a movement that's happening. This is real fishermen. This is uh, Real waters, public waters, except for Lockwood Fishing, who's a bitch and uh, fishes <laughs> private waters. Um, and, I mean, we broke the news last episode, but more things are coming out. Like, not only is there the White Claw uh, seltzer flavor of Wild Bill Fishing, which is just salty tears because he can't land a fish, <laughs> but uh, they just broke huge news. Bobby Roast Beef from Jigs and Bigs also has a White Claw flavor. And uh, it's going to be bull testicles, which just fits in perfectly with what's been going on over at Hookset. So, and then just to kind of add to everything great that's going on over at Hookset, we've got OG, uh, OG Scuba Stevo. Uh, he just started a new show. I mean, I can't complain. Right? He bit off, or we bit off Jigs and Bigs. He's biting off us. So we have like a multi-layer <laughs> of shows where you've got something that you can maybe listen to with your family. Which is Jigs and Bigs. Got something in the middle with us. Maybe. Maybe, right? Uh, and then you got something with us, which is kind of in the middle. Definitely don't have your kids around. Um, and then now, brand new, we have Bates and Bourbon, the Hookset Hoodlums Roundtable. Uh, that's going to be an Instagram live show. By the time this airs, he's going to have a couple episodes out. Make sure you check that out. It's absolute insanity. I did the first episode of it, I got way too drunk. I uh, I offered to fight Mike Iaconelli. Uh, I still stand by that. Like, come on, Mike. We're here. 
You live 30 minutes down the road. I'm ready. Uh, but make sure you check him out. It's OG Scuba Stevo uh, on Instagram. But, Paul, what have you done this week? You done anything good? Um, well, kind of. I, I had a little local tournament here on Saturday, and let me tell you, I was a little excited because the weather was going to be perfect. It was going to be overcast, rainy, wasn't calling for no thunder showers, just straight-up good fishing shit weather. I mean, yeah. you know, I was excited. <clears throat> this I is picked, great. So, so, so you slayed them, right? Yeah, I took my happy ass on out there, picked out a good spot. <laughs> And uh, caught a couple nice catfish, a crappie or two, some perch. The only bass bite I got was about three or four pounds. That bitch came off because I got changed hooks. And, uh, yeah, so I, I didn't catch shit. Well, nothing, that's nothing uh... that I could put in a tournament. So I left uh, a little distraught, uh, fairly angry. Um, yeah. I cussed it myself all the way home. So Sunday, I was like, you know, I'm going Sunday afternoon. And make myself feel better. Went out Sunday afternoon, no bass bites. I did catch a big ass <laughs> crappy. If y'all go to Paul Heels, P-A-U-L-H-E-E-L-S at Gmail. I mean at Gmail. At Instagram. <laughs> you know what? You know, at, at Gmail also. If you guys need to sign up for any websites, hmm. whatever you want, do Paul Heels at gmail.com. He he would love that. No, oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, I sign up for all kinds of shit that ends up in the spam filter, so we good. But yeah, I caught a big old crap. I, I, I was so excited, I forgot to weigh it, but it was almost 15 inches. I mean, it was just, it's a big one. That's a big one. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that was about it, man. And then, well, at it, actually, damn matter of fact, my buddy Will, who's got mm-hmm. a glitter boat, we, I took my son, my six-year-old son, Kent Look Carter, out there on the <laughs> boat, and the fish were damn absolutely schooling. I mean, it was just a damn madhouse, and we put an ass whooping on them and reeled them. I mean, it was just a great time, and my son got to go 60 miles an hour on the boat, and he absolutely loved it. So, yeah, good times, good times. I'm going to try to stay in this shirt and tie as long as I can, but, y'all, I'm going to tell you right now, out here in North Carolina, it ain't that hot, but it's fairly fucking humid, and I'm like uh, the sweaty balls of a Florida bike rider right now. So I might be taking this shit off at some point. Just Listen, if, if you guys are just listening, I can, I can actually see the sweat already starting to uh, – to exit the performance shirt. He's actually beating Columbia PFG uh, technology. All right, good thing I ain't wearing no draws tonight, so at least it ain't going to. So be careful be when you stand up then. That might be our issue. Well, well, yeah, because, I mean, I just got the <laughs> shirt in town. That's it. <laughs> well, for me fishing, I uh, I didn't go out except for today, um, and it sucked. I spent five hours, got one pickerel. It was a horrible, what? awful chocolate, chocolate milk high tide that really just blew out uh the whole fishing experience but it was good to be back in the boat i actually hadn't been in the boat in two weeks so it's good to be back um and get into it try to figure them out which i did not so uh but you caught a jackfish i jackfish you're right get your shit together now quit calling them by these stupid ass names None of my listenership down here in the South understand what the fuck a pickerel is. Listen, I looked at the analytics. There's four people that listen to the show from North Carolina. They're all in the same household, and I'm pretty sure they're all cousins. My goal is to get the be the number one podcast in Matt B, South Carolina. Yes. Well, speaking of important goals, so I, I randomly, and maybe we'll have Dom, our guest, on take a look. I just randomly went on my wife's phone. My wife does not listen to this. She listens to 
uh, how can you kill your husband faster podcast? That's kind of like her niche. And uh, I Googled or I, I went into Apple podcasts and I looked up bass fishing. Dude, we're number 20. Like, no joke. Normally, I talk about, like, some <laughs> bullshit about, like, Poland or something like that. We're number Uzbekistan. 20. Exactly. We're number 20. We're rising. This is a big deal. That's that's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty that's good. Awesome. I mean, I like it. Shit. I, I, hope, I, hope, I hope it's entertainment value because if any motherfuckers are taking anything we say out here and trying to go fish with it, they obviously are going to suck. It's a bad idea. But you know what it is? A good idea. <laughs> A good idea is we bring our guest on. So we've got Dom from The Real Accountant. Let's bring him into the stream. Dom, brother, how are you? What's up? Sir, dude. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. What's up, man? All right. So we start every show. I don't know if you want to participate or not, but uh, we like to do, uh, we kind of go around the table, see what we're sipping on. This is Bass and Brews, and then we'll do a little, uh, a little can crack, if you will. Uh, Paul, what are you drinking over there? Today I've got a a local beer, not of the the other uh, a different brewery here. They're called Aviator. They're down here in Fuquay, Barina, and I it is I'm I'm kind of the the damn can super damn pretty. I can't. There we go. Good we get this can. shit together. Good looking can. It yeah, it's, can. It, I mean, it kind of looks like a. Uh, uh, anyway, it's King Humulus, triple dry hopped IPA, Cryo Citra Amarilla Mandarina. Brew, brew dash one and Talus. But I, do you know I what kinda, any of that means? No, no. Okay, I, I, bought yeah, it, I bought I it. I don't Secondly, because of the can, and and firstly because of seven point two alcohol percent content. That's my boy, right? There. And I don't discriminate against ABVs. <laughs> Dom, you drinking with us tonight? What do you got? It's gonna be weird. All right. It's a ginger ginger root beer. But but, beer. but 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 something's going in it. Something's okay, going. Okay, I love oh, it. Oh shit! Oh buddy, oh buddy, he's ready for bats and brews. You guys didn't see it, but he held up a bottle of tequila. He is ready to get to the nitty gritty. And and I love that he's pouring the tequila into the can. So that means he had to drink at least half the can to fill up the other half of tequila. I got two cans. I got one to crack open. Don't worry. There you go. <laughs> Tonight you go I'm ask. drinking Cape May Brewery. Uh, this one's a little different. So normally I drink the Crush in it, right? You guys have all seen me drink that one. I've drank the orange one. I've drank the gro- uh, grapefruit. And uh, where I live in South Jersey is actually known as the blueberry capital of the world. So I've got a blueberry lemon Double IPA at uh, 8%. Big boy dad stuff. A dad pop. A full dad pop. Everybody ready? Three, two, one. Let it rip. <laughs> All right. Everybody got to hear us gulp that down. So, Dom, I, uh, yes, I first found your page, I want to say, around the spawn. Oh, Around that, that good time. time. Right. No, no, exactly. And, and what got me, and I can't remember how, you, you know how Instagram is. You never really, like, know how you, like, find somebody. But you. Yeah, I wish I knew. That, right? It, it'd be a lot easier, right, if we Way knew easier. exactly how that worked. But uh, a video popped up of you, of you catching your PB. And uh, there was something really good about that video. Uh, there was no fakeness. There was no, also like your genuine like excitement to catch that fish is what drew me in. And literally, I I, I don't honestly think I'd seen your post before that. But when I saw that video, I was like, no, I'm going (laughs) to follow that guy like right away. 
like and, your yeah. genuine excitement to catch a fish that big. And if I remember right, that was an eight pounder, right? Right on the dot. Mm. Yeah. Right on the dot. Mm. Yeah. That's a, I mean, and, and to see that a lot of guys will either like overdo it where they're screaming, they're doing the Mike Iconelli again, I'll fight you, Mike. You come down here. We'll take care of it. But uh, <laughs> Mike, I'm you know on I mean? your side. Let's whoop his ass. <laughs> hey, Mike uh, does that for a four pounder. Exactly. Right. So people will do that. And then the other side is like, oh, yeah, I caught an eight because they live in Florida and everything's an eight. But watching your general excitement and I don't know if you meant to, but like your camera angle, which while was kind of primitive, but but it got like your face and like you could see the general excitement and just gratitude for catching that fish, which is like super truthful. And, you know, I started following you after that. And then we talked, what, a couple of weeks ago about having you on. I was like, I got to have this guy on. Like, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's bringing this genuine feel to all this social media stuff. And we're going to get into all of that. But I just want to say thank you so much for coming on the show. We, we're, we're really happy to have yeah. you here. I'm glad to be here. And for listeners, he hasn't told me that yet. That that's the first time he saw me. So <laughs> that was pretty cool to hear. Yeah, dude, it was awesome. So, uh, I mean, I mean, to get it started, like, uh, how, how, like, like how long have you been fishing? How did you get started with all this? Um, that eight pounder I caught yeah. was right around the one year anniversary where I caught my first bass. Oh, wow. Really? In <laughs> one year? Yeah. It, went from... it, makes, it makes no oh, sense, but we're going to get into that, right? Holy cow. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> this guy goes one year fishing eight pounder and, and, and you're in Virginia, right? I mean, they got yeah. big fish, but not like, it's like it's in the Florida. middle of the road, you know? Yeah. yeah, it literally is in the middle of the East Coast if you look north and south. So it's kind of like it's it is the south technically, but barely. Mm-hmm. The Mason Dixon line is probably what like two hours from my house. Are those fish northern strain or southern? Are they um, mostly northern? Most of them are northern, but there's some lakes around here where our Department of Wildlife has mixed in Florida strain. Gotcha. Like um, my last couple of YouTube videos I posted, excuse me, the last one I posted and the one I'm posting in a couple of days. At that lake, it's like half and half. Gotcha. So you can kind of tell a little bit uh, um, from the colors. First of all, that's that's a silly ass question coming from him because I had to ask him if fish were cold blooded or warm blooded. <laughs> he, he had to guess. He had to I guess. guess. Right. I guess right. And he guessed. He guessed correctly by guessing. He had, he had so a fifty percent shot. Yeah, so exactly. he don't know the difference between those southern and, and northern. I know bass. the difference between a northern and a southern. Listen, Mister, I caught a crappie all week. I don't want to hear about it. But Bo, I tore up the bass <laughs> yesterday. Now let's start that shit. All right, so you started fishing a year ago. Um, yeah. What brought you into starting fishing? Because that's kind of late. Um, I mean, you're not a you're not a young guy, but you ain't an old guy either. You're kind of <laughs> in that middle range. I'm uh yeah in January I'm twenty I'm turning twenty nine for the second time. So right. <laughs> uh, um. <laughs> so I listened to y'all's first your first episode on okay. your podcast. I forgot his name. What was his name? Um, Ramon Outdoors. Yes, Ramon. He's basically like my twin. Um, yeah. I started hunting at around 25 years old, right after I got out of the military and moved to the country, taught myself, didn't have anybody to teach me. Um, and then a couple years after that, meanwhile, I couldn't stand the thought of fishing. I had a part-time okay. job at Cabela's and when I had to go to work in the fishing department, I was like, this is whack. And I got so mad every time. And then, um, there are people killed for that job. <laughs> it was, yeah. It was, one, it was right after hunting season, and I was watching YouTube um, at work, admittedly. Um, 
and something came across and it was have you heard of skinny water boys on youtube i have heard of With them yes. manny d yep his videos came across and i was like oh that's some pretty looking water on that thumbnail so i clicked on it and i was like this is bass fishing what is this it looked right. like it looked like hunting you know like you're picking your targets and stuff i was like what is this and uh i've told him since and i've talked to him but uh, yeah that kind of got my uh interest um spiked and that year that first year i mean i went full i mean i deep dove straight into it you know like head first i mean i started filming right away like the first month i think i bought a drone like the second or third month like it just it just it, there was no um there was no like waiting period like it just it just happened really quick and then on the way to I have a, an hour commute to and from work so even today but especially that first year, all I did was listen to YouTube videos, like right. Fluke Master, yep. basic stuff. What is a Texas rig? Like on the way to and from work and while yeah. I'm working because I got a desk job, obviously. But Let me guess. Well, are you an accountant? Yeah. I don't know. Real one. I want to go back. A real you, one. You said you went right to a drone. So you were already <laughs> going uh, on top of like learning to fish, but you were like – what drove you? Because it sounded like right away you wanted to be a content creator as well. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. What 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 made you click of like, okay, I'm going to do fishing and con because both of them take hard work to get good at, right? Um, like you can half-ass a lot of content creation, and it only gets you so far. But like, if, if you guys don't follow him, he's the real accountant, all one word on Instagram, dude. His picture on point. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, R E E L. Uh, his picks are on point. They're they're like perfectly composed. The the editing or whatever is, I mean, it's it's on point, man. You put out excellent content. Appreciate that. Um, I think I so I wanted to create like where well, I had the desire or interest in doing it during hunt for hunting, but mm -hmm. it's so hard, like so much more difficult to do that in hunting. And um, and I started fishing. I said, oh, this is way easier than hunting as far as filming, you know. <laughs> Right. For, a lot. Like for, the, for the, until just a month ago or two, I was using my phone to film on my chest, just mounted on my chest, my Galaxy right. S10, and uh, I was like, "This is way easier." So I was like, "Shoot, let's just do this thing." And then a lot of my favorite stuff from Instagram that I was seeing was like drone stuff was incorporated. So I was like, "You know, I yeah. think I can do this stuff." And then um, yeah, it just kind of took off from there. And it wasn't until a month ago that I started my YouTube channel, but. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, I I I've seen your videos. They're, they're, it's great stuff. Like again, I I, I I want you to keep going because uh, I know that it's a grind. Um, like I celebrated my first year on YouTube as I'm old as shit and looking at the uh, the little thing on my computer. Um, like two months ago was my one year anniversary on YouTube. Cool. It's it's been a grind. Or yeah, it's been a grind. It's been a slug. Like you're gonna put out, and especially if you're doing bass. Uh, we talked about this last episode, Paul with uh with todd grubs about how like freshwater fishing specifically it can be very difficult to make your headway uh but then if you go back i mean todd's a great success uh success story on that but if you go back <laughs> two episodes from that with slab dynasty you can uh you can see where guys are like really setting themselves apart and with you having the drone and like coming into this with a content creation mind frame like that's something I, I think you can achieve. Absolutely. From what I've seen right now is you're, you're on your way there, which I think is awesome. I certainly hope so. Um, I'm not going to stop. I think it's just a momentum thing. Um, yeah. YouTube isn't like 
Instagram where you can post a really cool pick or reel and magically randomly at times get like, you know, thousands of views just yep. randomly, you know, cause sometimes the algorithm doesn't make sense, but YouTube, it's like, a, like you said, it's a grind, you know, um, the, well, I think the bigger, and it's like the bigger your library seems like the more, you know, the more attention you can grab. Well, I, I, I'll disagree a little bit because you could okay. make one video and, or, or, or two videos in the same vein and get really popular, but you don't do that, which I appreciate, which is like bullshit. Walmart oh, yeah. Challenge video. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. Once you say to yeah. somebody, they're like, oh, I'm not doing that. Exactly. Don't do that. Because I I mean, that's for a certain subsect. We, we talked about it with Slab Dynasty because they kind of played with that. And then they my feeling from that is like Steve was trying to be, be real nice about saying like, yeah, fuck that shit. We're not going to do that like that. <laughs> you're doing it for the algorithm. You're doing it for um, you're doing it for a bunch of 14 year olds who want to see fucking something funny on TV. Right. And no offense to 14 year olds, but you shouldn't be watching the show either because you should be doing homework. So you don't end up like me or Paul, Paul sitting here, his garage right now is uh, we have a little thermometer there. It's, it's literally 115 degrees and he's still wearing his tie like an idiot. And uh, I rolled up my sleeves and I loosened my tie. I'll rebuttal you a little bit too, though. Like it. Like the, the, the goal, what is your goal? If you want a shitload of followers, then you have to approach your social yep, media yep. and YouTube a different way than if you want to provide great, great photography and cinematography, or if you want to provide great knowledge and and uh, yep. you know all that. And and you're gonna you're gonna get there. You have to learn, but like if you just want to get a lot, if you want to get to your thousand and what four thousand hour views or whatever, right. start monetizing YouTube, you know, go out there and do some of that dumb shit. And if that gets you, you know, two hundred, if one video gets you two hundred subscribers and stuff like that, do that to get to you the goal to then you can start putting the content you want out because that's the whole we go. What do you want? What that's that's yeah. what what's the end goal that you want from that? And, and you just have to get there. But I'm not the kind of person that wants to go out there and, and like, have a golf course fight over fucking fishing. So, you know, well, that so, depends, so, so on, who, what depends you're on your personality as well. Like, I like to have a good time and do shit. And, you know, I'm self-deprecating when I fish, especially. Yeah. But, you know, you got – it's your personality and what you want at the end of the day um, – to, you got to figure out that plan to get you there. And again, part of the content creation thing is finding your niche. Right. You're going to get these people that just like your stuff, but then you still have to find is who, who's what's my bread and butter of the folks that's, that's watching my stuff. And like, that's who you cater to. Right. And that's, that's, those are the ones that will like, share, comment, all that, that good stuff, subscribe, yeah. ring the bell. They're the ones that stay there forever, you know? Yeah. Right. Those, and those are the ones that promote it. And when they promote it, they have a following that's similar to them, which in turn is similar to the folks that you want. That's how you grow is, is finding that niche and what it is and growing it. I, I totally get that, Paul, but I'm going to rebuttal your rebuttal. And oh so you, 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 okay. So, so what you said was like, do that video, do whatever you got to do to bump yourself up. Right. But exactly what you just said is cater towards your audience. So when you do that fake stuff uh, to get up to your uh, monetization, if that's your goal, if you want to just get to monetization, then roll from there. Right. 
if you do the challenges, the the real bullshit stuff, in, in my opinion, and then when you try to do the real stuff that you want to do, you that audience isn't going to follow you along. They're going to drop you at that point because what do they want to see? They want to see you fish with fucking gummy worms instead of like showing everything that's happening, explaining what you're doing, right? So just to get to that level, so there's tons of guys out there and I really want to name drop, uh, but the New Jersey Wolfpack will absolutely know who I'm talking about. And it's there, there's a guy out there who he's a younger kid and he, I'm pretty sure, bought subs. He either bought subs or he like basically pleaded for people to sub, right? But I have a smaller channel. I have more views on my videos than his, and he has 5,000 subs. That's That's where you get into that problem of when you make one bullshit viral video where you know that thing might kill and you're going to get a lot of, but you're not going to get the retention. You're not going to get those super fans that are going to continue exactly what you said, Paul, like uh, comment, do the advertising for you. They're not going to do that. Yeah, I mean, it comes down to, I think, is what you look at is are you going to be an extreme, that personality are you going to put out good cinematography and right. knowledgeable? Are you going to educate or, or are you, you going to entertain? entertain? Absolutely. I mean, that's and that's what everybody will bring it down to. Yep. And you can do both. There's plenty of channels that do both. Or you could do none, which is normally what my channel does. Is none. Yeah, your, your, your channel <laughs> your channel's fun to watch. I wish they were all shorts, though. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> So, Tom, when you went from learning to fish and then uh, what brought you to the kayak side of it? Uh, from um, like, like, Did you start no, right on the kayak? It was right away. My first ever bass caught was in my my first kayak. Holy cow. You, I mean, you, you jumped in, in full on. Yeah, it, it took me like a month or two. Um, like I was fishing with like me and my buddy both bought some kayaks and he was catching some fish, but um. And he was kind of showing me the way, but yeah, it was from my kayak. Um, I had, it was literally my first outing where I'd switched all my stuff from mono to like braid with a fluoro leader. And I was like looking up stuff on the internet. I said, what can I do? So I learned the Nico rig. I was like, well, this is exposed hooks. So maybe if I get lucky, since I don't know what a bite feels like, it'll just hook itself. And sure enough, (laughs) sure enough, uh, that's what happened. Yeah, <laughs> but it was almost back to the boat. I was reeling it in. I felt something. I said, "Hey, what the hell is this?" Lift up the rod, and I was like, "Oh shit, that's a bass." <laughs> and then, um, yeah, and then I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to get in the boat, so I looked awkward, and I got it. You know, just kind of boat flipped it in there. It was small. Yeah, and I was so- like, "Ha ha! This is it. This is what it feels like." And after that, it was like boom, boom, bop. You know, I was mm-hmm. I just started started tearing them up, and then just escalated quickly over um, last year, and then into the fall. And then took some time off and spring, as you saw with the big one, um, you know, got it, really got the ball rolling this year and all in public water too. I want to add, I want to add that as well. Cause listen, you're way better than Lockwood fishing. So congrats on that. If I, if I heard someone caught an eight pound bass in their first year, I would assume it was just, you know, I wouldn't assume that it was a heavily pressured public, you know, right. spot. So, I mean, so, and then, I mean, Paul, You'll love this. So so not only did you get into it soon, you went right into the kayak, right? But you also tournament fish too, correct? Just started. Okay. 
So it's my yeah, my second year of tournament fishing. Um, only online so far. My first real tournament is in a week and a half from now. Um, that's at Kerr Lake. You might know where that is. Oh yeah. What yeah. is that? A, is that a local tournament? Yeah, it's a uh, kayak anglers of Virginia. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. When is that? It's the twenty first. So what's your uh, what's your plan of attack for that? What are you gonna do? Oh, um, yeah, it's pretty intimidating. I tell you what, good thing I got that motor because uh, it's the biggest <laughs> biggest lake lake in the state of Virginia, um, right? And maybe North Carolina too. I'm not sure. Um, it's huge. Um, Bugs, Bugs Island. Yeah, yeah, it's a freaking awesome lake. Um, but I'm basically just found like a section of it where I can put in and have about like almost like a 500 acre lake. Okay, you know, breaking it down into small parts and Love then. It. I'm going to fish this weekend, and then the Friday before, I'm going to go up and fish. Um, so I'll, I'm going to try to practice two days if I can, weather dependent, and then just go at it. Um, but there's a lot of docks where I'm going, so it's August. So I'm, I'm feeling like the docks, skipping some stuff under the docks should work. So that's my, that's what I'm hoping. Fishing. Love dock fishing. When it comes I haven't to really fishing. done a lot of it yet. Not a lot of the lakes that I fish around here have many. So so um, hopefully you wrap up a uh, a – a weighted wacky is my personally me personally that's my favorite doc they skip bait. well well yeah not only do they skip well well as long as you so so i actually like them weighted right because they will skip pretty well back there but uh-huh. just that enticing drop but not oh, yeah i don't want to sit there for nine hours waiting for my stick bait to drop either so i, I can't I, do that yeah i throw i don't like when i say i wacky uh rig fish i i don't ever fish it weightless i don't have the patience it's always on a one eighth ounce yeah. weighted head yeah, nico nico i like the nico too yeah. well yeah. no i mean nico's different right it's That's a little different yeah i i um, you know, my nico rig i use an actual fucking roofing nail yeah the roofing nail actually works pretty so i used to do the the, the missile baits like i'd buy whatever uh weight but that roofing nail is legit it's got a big head. You can drag yes. it around rocks. It dinks. It dangs. Plus, I can get a pack of like five hundred for a dollar thirty nine. Or I can call my roofing buddy and tell him to drive by, <laughs> and the back of his truck is full of roofing nails. The reason I asked Dom is because uh, down here in in North Carolina, our we got October twenty third is the Car Lake Battle at the border oh. with Virginia Kayak yeah. Bass Challenge and CKA CCKF. Check that out. Maybe we'll connect and I think and talk I saw about that it. on the turning websites. Is it was it is it um was it fishing chaos or turning X? I couldn't remember. So it's gonna be turning X. Yeah, I think I saw it on there if, if it's on there right now. That sounds familiar. I, but that sounds I, cool. What a cool name. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know because this first time I, this first time, this is the first year starting February that I've kayak fished in competitions yeah. and I honestly didn't start kayak bass fishing until november last year and i was in a little rinky dink old boat boat at that point so i just got into it but the online's i have i did those up until last month was or well this month's the first month i hadn't done them they're fun they're fun but dude yeah. you're fishing against some fucking badass anglers up there casey reed is, oh is one gosh. of them i mean yeah. <laughs> you are fishing against some some I think, damn is, I think he's isn't he at Smith Mountain Lake? Smith Mountain Lake? I can't remember. Someone I, told me. Dude, I, shit, I but, don't. But I no hundred and like ten or twelve inch bag. I'm like, what the heck, man? It's like every fish is like a five pounder. 
Yeah, insane. Oh yeah, yeah. I we got, got guys down here on our our guys you know down here on monthlies are like a hundred, a hundred and ten to hundred and thirteen on our monthlies in North Carolina. That's crazy. I yeah. tell you what, though, the um, man, I got so unfortunate. The last challenge series that started July first that I did that mm-hmm. week before, like three days, three or four days before the opening day of that tournament, um. I caught two five pounders. I was like, God dang it. I was like, <laughs> and then the first, back to first back, right? Yeah. Back to back. And then <laughs> yeah. right after the next one, after that, on my next outing was the day, the first day of um, the July tournament. And I could, the first fish was a five pounder. I was like, dang, it would have been nice to start off with three of those. But one, <laughs> I guess one will do, <laughs> but I haven't caught one like that since then. Everything's been yeah. kind of small. So kind of in the yeah. small fish rut. I, the tournament fishing I like. And so, so Swamp Rat don't do no turnip fishing. He doesn't want to have nothing to do with it. But like it, it fulfills. I gr- I grew up fishing. I always wanted to, you know, I wanted to fish competitively, bass, whatever it was. And it just it never worked out through life. And then um, we moved back to the Raleigh area. And when I I met somebody in a kayak, it was a Hobie Pro Angler Twelve, and it was decked out. And I'm like, holy shit. And this was at Sharon Harris. And so I, I start looking. I'm like, God dang, this this is my avenue into being able to, to fish and compete. Was that your first time seeing a rig like that? Like a super kayak rig? Like that, yes. Yeah, because I have like I have a bunch of people, like people's reactions are so crazy. It's like it's like I get a dick in my forehead when I'm paddling <laughs> by like, or so or close. on your kayak trailer when you're driving back to Massachusetts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, that's a little uh, heads up. I, I think by the time this comes out, Hookset should have a. a uh, away. Yeah, yeah, they should have a video out about the insane uh, open invitational that involved a giant dildo making its way from Massachusetts all the way back to Maryland. So uh, again, uh, Lockwood fishing, uh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Quit fishing private waters, son. And, and so, Dom, what's cool, though, is I, I looked at a couple of the lakes and rivers that you fish, and it's actually a, kind of a drive from where I am in Raleigh. But Ramon Outdoors is actually down here in the Raleigh area now. Okay. He is. And, and so, you know, he he's down in this area. And, um, yeah, I mean, you know, we, we, we got to try to get one of these little things together because – we're close enough to make it happen. Well, sure. Curlate. No, oh, yeah. Bugs Island. <laughs> I mean, do there, for those that don't know, the Curlate slash Bugs Island, it, it runs the border of North Carolina and Virginia. It's it's really cool. Yeah, so, and it like, goes you can, cross, you can put in it in out. Virginia and, and, you know, paddle across the lake and you're in North Carolina. So mm-hmm. it's pretty interesting. So when it comes to you fishing, would you consider yourself more of a power fisherman or a finesse fisherman? Oh, interesting you brought that up. Because um, until the last couple of weeks, all year I've been power fishing. Um, okay. With swim baits, like not giant ones, but like like underspins, like the big, yeah. like the excellent lures, uh, Mega Swimmer. It's like five and a half inch and chatter mm-hmm. baits. Is that all but, it is? Because that damn swimmer that you've been using looks bigger than five and a half. I mean, it looks, it's because it's, it's kind of chunky. It's, yeah, it's kind of thick. It's and I throw it on a five odd mm-hmm. underspin, like a weedless mm-hmm. underspin hook. and it, it has it, it's it's amazing. Obviously, it's my favorite bait. But my last couple of outings, it's been off finesse. I mean, and I'm catching numbers. It's probably why I haven't caught a <laughs> another big one. But right. so I'm trying to get better at my finesse game because I know 
in tournament situations, I'm going to need more quantity. And at least, at least to where I can get a limit and then start get trying your to find limit and fish. then upgrade. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah, that's, that's when I've been trying to get better at and fishing slower. And I've noticed the last couple of weeks, um, especially with the job shot, if I just kind of let the current bring it to me, you know, and yep. I kind of just drag it across the bottom on kind of like a tight line so it sits up better. It, yep. It's like magic. So I'm, I'm not, I'm being real slow and I don't like fishing slow. It kind of grinds my gears, but I'm trying to get better at it. So I was about to say the only problem with the drop shot is, is, is when you're working it that way, it's hard to feel that bite because you're usually asleep uh, from letting it sit there and soak as long as it oh, needs yeah. to actually. Yeah. It's like, but, but but to that swammer, whether it be the mega or the uh, the standard one, Paul, you should really check them out. They are my go-to uh, swim jig trailer. Is they're using great. That and a chatterbait trailer, they're good, too. They're Who's really that? good. The uh, X-Zone Swammer. Uh, oh, so I've heard the X-Zone Swammer, but let me tell yeah. you, like, I'm, I I like fishing their little teeny three-inch swim baits. And my favorite is the damn Storm Lago Shad. Yeah, that's a very good one. That thing <laughs> right there is is unbelievable on an Okashira, little Okashira head. It's unbelievable as a trailer. I love that thing. Resistance. Uh, it, it's just, it's just amazing. And, and honestly, down here, uh, you know, especially Sharon Harris, we have big shad kill. So a lot of our shad right now are pretty small. And I gotta take a quick time out. It's Alex. I'm tired of telling you this shit every week. It's either angler or fisher. There ain't no man at the end of it. We ain't no hunter men. We ain't hunter men. Where do we derail, dude? We've got mixed company here. What are you doing? No, we don't. (laughs) I'm a fangler. We're, 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 hey, Dom, don't pay no attention right now. We squabble a little bit. I'm, I'm his podcast husband, and so we, we do some little squabbles. All right. So, so if you had to pick your top three baits, you said you're mostly uh, power fishing. If you had to pick your top three baits, like top what are you three. picking? Top three right now. Okay. Obviously, that Mega Swimmer or anything like it. Um, the underspin With the underspin, because it's like a little bit flash. It's kind of subtle. So that's number one, obviously. Number two, I'm gonna have to say a drop shot because yeah. he likes to nap while he's to, fishing. You I know, guess. my my very first drop shot fish was in two feet of water. Bring it up, <laughs> bring it along the side of pad. I just let it dangle and wiggle outside of these lily pads, and a five pounder came oh, out and smashed it. I was there like, you go. "This ain't normal," but it worked. <laughs> um, then third would be like a um. Any uh, tube. I've been flipping a tube this year. Mm. It's it's different. I've been flipping into heavy cover um, yep. with the, like a tray car um, wheelless um, tube hook. And that thing has been getting smashed. So I'm going to say, man, you picked, I'm like, I consider the tube finesse almost. Like you picked, I'm I power think it might be more it. finesse though. I mean, but you're dropping like, it. If I, I'm I, throwing it into thick stuff, I'm using right. a seven, six heavy with the tube. Right. So it's a different type of setup. Um, I actually got that tip from um, Bass Fishing HQ. I think. Okay. I if he's, have you seen him? Yep. Mm-hmm. Awesome dude. Um, hey, and so this and Alex. So Alex and I had a conversation too about power fishing because the way. So I fish a, a Cinco or stick bait, either Nico or chicken rig, and I I say I power fish it because I throw it in and. 
and this is along the bank and you know pre-spawn so i throw it in and when it hits bottom i give it a slight pull i give it a twitch and then if there ain't nothing on it i roll it in and throw it so like i'm working it super 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 fast and i call that power fishing yeah but this is the thing we get into semantics about it you know People look at, at a soft plastic as always a finesse term. Right. That could be true. Or, yeah. or, you know, down here in some of our lakes in the wintertime, we throw a lot of blade baits. And you're you're chunking them out there, and you're just jigging them off, yo-yoing, jigging them off the bottom. And people that's, call that finesse. I'm uh, like, I don't think that's really finesse. But, you know. but It's, it's definitely a, like a if you're going to have a – a hard finesse bait, it would be that. That would, you know, if you were going to have a hard bait that's finesse, it'd probably be a blade bait, maybe. Because I fish the blade bait pretty slow. I, but I, yeah, I, that's I the great thing about blade bait. But you I can also, it, yeah. hold on, hold on, hold on, yeah. because look, you yeah. can also take, you can also take your your jackhammer or any bladed jig, and mm-hmm. throw that some bitch out there and work it the same exact way as you would yeah. that blade bait. So are you telling me you're finesse fishing that? I mean, it's it, it all gets into a semantic time <laughs> right. period. So, yeah. it's it's is it so is finesse is the type finesse fishing or power fishing the type of bait, or is it how you're working the the lure that you're throwing? That's that's I think that's where everybody always gets in the argument about finesse versus. Paul, I, I think you're perfectly on that. For for me, I, I think. When it comes to between power and finesse, power is you're looking for a reactionary bite. You're looking for a fish that possibly is actively feeding. He, he wants to react to something. When I think of finesse, it's you're literally finessing that fish. You're either enticing him enough to where he eventually goes for it, but it's not like a uh, they're not in an active feeding mode. Is how but I will tell you, all bass are always in the active feeding mode. Uh, they we've eat. had this argument. Did we argue last podcast or the one before that? Because they're not oh. tidal fish. I'm telling you, don't bite on slack tide. I want to hear Dom. I want to hear Dom. I want to hear Dom's. I want to hear Dom's take on this. Um, <laughs> put him on the spot. Will we throw him in the middle of our of our husband wife or mommy daddy squabble? <laughs> So he, listen, he listen why he thinks about this again. This whole show is all about me trying to find another co-host because I don't know if me and Paul are going to last the uh, the twenty years that this podcast is going to. So, <laughs> um, I will say that's the toughest question. Oh my gosh, um, are we excluding winter? No, man, fishing's fishing. I don't care. Uh, I think he, he doesn't exclude winter. I think there's no always what. some fish in the lake that will eat. How about that? Mm-hmm. The, and see, that's yes, that is in that stand. Yes, sure. You got to find them. Um, I wanted to go it's back. Like, can I ask you a question about what you're just saying? Um, yeah, with you're pitching your worm, letting it sit, and then reeling in real fast. Yeah. Like power fishing. You would consider that. So, do you consider pitching and flipping is considered power, right? I, yeah, I, 100%. Did you so, throw it in so there? Then, even, it's not heavy, even though it's not heavy gear, that's pitching and flipping to me, so I would consider that power fishing, so I would agree. I uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess it would. I, I think it depends on what you're doing. So, like, like technically, 
he's talking about because me and me and Paul actually fish a, a Senko kind of similar, right? So okay. I'm pitching and I'm I'm flipping a weighted wacky worm in there, right? It does have a slower fall, meaning so when it hits that water, so I'm not working it too much. I, mm-hmm. I am picking my spots. So I I I, I personally just in my head, I call it sniper fishing. I'm trying to hit those high percentage spots. I'm going to let that thing hit hit the spot. But I, I think of it as finesse because when it hits that water, even though it's weighted, as long as you're using the right worm, it's going to have a slow descent. It's going to work the middle of that column that makes more sense. than anything than the bottom. Um, and that's just how I think of it. I, I, I think of a lot of like, I mean, power fishing is a lot of moving. This isn't a lot of moving. This is me hitting a spot. And and I do fish it like Paul. I'm gonna I'm gonna flip that thing in there. I'm gonna let it sit. I'm gonna let it make its way down. I'm gonna pop it, maybe double pump it. I think uh tactical bassin calls it stroking a jig, uh, which is just giving it two hard rips. But I'll do that with a wacky worm and then I'll reel it back in and then pitch to the next high percentage point. But you're weighted, yeah. So that's to me, that's power fishing, dude. Okay. I mean because, but uh, it, yeah. to me, that's. I mean, it that's doesn't powerful. matter. It's all fishing, but I, yeah. I mean, I asked the question. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. And yeah, you asked the question. We asked this question, everybody. And we don't typically get into the semantics often. This has only happened the two times that I've been with Alex alone. So thank you, Dom, for bringing yeah, this up me, and having yeah. my back. Uh, secondly, <laughs> but secondly, it, but you know, I think as anglers and fishers, we get not just the baits, but how we fish lures. We get so dialed into, oh my god, it's it's ninety five degrees out here. I need to be finesse fishing. Well, they're fucking warm blooded creatures. They ain't like yes, they are warm blooded. Yes, they are. I mean, cold blooded. When it's hot. I fucked it up. They're cold blooded. Like, what? Five degrees outside. They asses. Their metabolism's high. Yeah. They ready to eat. They're they're there. Like we get into how to fish the lures slow, fast. I think that we we end up overthinking all of that instead of just fishing for for you know, what the bass are doing at that time of day with the weather outside. You know, is it is it is it post-frontal? Is it prefrontal with rain? Right. Uh, is it windy? You know, there's there's a lot of things. So when it comes down to how to work the bait, I mean, shit, if we we want to get into it, you can finesse work a damn a chatterbait. If yeah, you're no, just, I mean, if, you totally if, can. So yeah. I, I don't think it yeah, matters right. that much. As long as you, if they can't see it, they can't bite it. So if you get the damn bait in front of their face, the chances of you catching a fish are going to be a lot higher than if you don't. So you got to find them and you got to put it in front of them. It's true. Yeah. Fishing's that simple. Maybe only in your pig burrows or barrows. What? It, how did you say it? What was it? Pig pond? Hog pond. Hog pond. That's what it was. All right. So you've been out on some big lakes uh, over there in Virginia in the kayak. Um this is, I, I to be completely honest, it's kind of a stolen question from Jigs and Bigs. Uh, if you guys don't follow them, go check them out. They're the, like, uh, I wouldn't say big brother to this show. More like older stepbrother that you fucking hate because their dad's fucking your mom. That's kind of like the same <laughs> realm of where they're at. 
But that, uh, that, that is that is about the most perfect uh, <laughs> a, a metaphor, analogy, and every other English thingy thing that you could think of to put jugs and bugs, jigs and bigs. You know, they're they're older, they're gray haired, they yep. don't get around quite as yep. Easy. And uh, the but person in funny. charge of them, they're they're, funny. they are funny. They are funny. They're they're very knowledgeable. They're yep. very smart. Yep. Um, but they still like Metallica. So if that tells you anything. I mean, it tells you a lot. And, I mean, the bottom line <laughs> is that uh, Bobby Roast Beef might have fucked my mom. So that's where, that's where we're at. But uh, what's the craziest thing you've seen on the water? Like, you fish in pretty big waters. You're out there in Virginia. Like, um, Craziest thing? I don't know. I haven't fished around a whole lot of boat traffic. So that's kind of... That's good. I don't. I don't have that that experience yet. I'm come. I, I'm. I'm moving in with you. I was about to say okay. we're all. We're all going to be flooding your spot now because. Yeah, I got some of those pretty. Big, see, there's some lakes here that are like a thousand acres, but like electric only, or like nine, like you know, ten horsepower less only. So that I love those, obviously, for kayak. Um, yeah. Craziest thing. Off the top of my head. I can't think what, of anything, so it must not be that crazy. What's the craziest thing you've done on the water? It's got to be, it's got to be my PB at least. I mean, oh, dude, so that far. fish was so good. It's got to be it. So good. I was out of breath. I couldn't talk. <laughs> Again, folks, go find them on. Uh, hey, is that clip of you catching your PB? Is that on YouTube or just? On, it is. Uh, I, I actually okay. posted it as like a test video when I started yeah. my channel. It's on there. I'm so like, make sure you guys go check <gasps> oh my that. God. <laughs> Dude, it's so, so real though. It's like a yeah, realistic yeah. um I don't know. Like I so so I caught my PB this year, right? And I wish I didn't have that footage, but it's like me like lose like literally jizzing in my pants and losing my mind because I caught Oh yeah, this. you were stoked, bro. I, I was fucking stoked. Like I that, mean, yeah, uh, anybody in New Jersey would be happy with a two pounder. Go fuck yourself, <laughs> Todd. <laughs> All right, man. So we're at the part of the show. So if there's a couple things we're known for, we're known for um, not providing entertainment or education, like Paul said. Uh, we're also known as now the middle child of Hookset Hoodlums uh, because Jigs and Biggs is the elder uh, statesman and the new uh, upstart uh, way more off the rails than we are is uh, the Bass or I'm sorry, Bates and Bourbon Hookset Roundup. Steve-O, you got to fix that name. It's a lot. but uh, It's a lot to put in your mouth. But here's the thing, too, with that is we we are still mother-friendly. <laughs> if you go to Bates and Bourbons, That's leave, your mama, leave your mama off speakerphone. Yes. Right, Sean, the fisherman? That's your uh, <laughs> not-safe-for-work uh, version of Hooks at Hoodlums. It's your completely unfiltered. Dude, last time uh, you guys see this cup, this Yeti cup, uh, this was full of bourbon, and I drank it in about 15 minutes, and I was annihilated on live stream. That's uh, If you're looking for that kind of content from Hookset, head over to Steve-O's page. But the big thing we're known for is we have this uh, this rapid fire. So I've got a series Uh of questions. Oh, no. I got these. I got this series of questions, and what's great is I, I want you to just answer with just what your heart says. You know what I mean? And don't worry, this is a, a safe space. We are going to judge you completely as a person and a fisherman on what you say on this. Fisher so. or angler, 
But oh my God. either what your heart says or what the te- the the tequila you've been drinking, says, <laughs> exactly. we take either answer. Okay, I think tequila should help. He says, "Okay, this is gonna be good." All right, you ready, man? Yep. All right. Question number Let's one: do it. Crocs or flip flops? Crocs? Are you crazy, man? If you ain't crocky, you ain't rocking, dog. Hell, Crocs, no socks. Love it. Uh, pineapple on pizza. There it is. Hey, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> we all got it. <laughs> what, what? Oh, my God. My I wish we could have planned that, but we didn't. That's fucking amazing. I know, For the audio listeners, we all showed our Crocs that we're wearing right now. My Mine have been neutered. <laughs> they don't have the four-wheel drive. You lost a four-wheel. Well, my dog, my dog didn't think I needed them. He, Can he I tell you a crock story? Yeah. Craziest thing on the water, I remember. Oh, and it's the crock story. Shit, my crock went over my fridge. Tequila and crocks brought it back. Okay. Um, <laughs> Next podcast, last, tequila and crocks. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> last year, right before I started filming, before I got my new phone, I was like at a small public pond kayak fishing, and I lost my phone in the water. And when I was trying to get the phone, when I was trying to get the phone, I could see it. I jumped in, and my Crocs got stuck in the muck. And there was so much silt everywhere, I could not find the Crocs. I could not find the phone. I ended up leaving, having to pull my kayak up this rugged trail, barefoot, no phone. The parking lot was gravel. No, but guess what? Guess what? This year, almost exactly a year later, maybe like eleven months later, I go back. And I found one of the crocs on the shore. <laughs> Listen, he won't sitting be sitting up in my building, my outbuilding, in my shed, next to a couple of buck skulls. It's like Hell one of my yeah. trophies. Hell yeah! Welcome Listen, to the south. When you come crocs to my shed, denied. there's gonna be antlers on it. Hey, I wonder if Wild Bill, a year from the last one, he lost <laughs> one of his crocs <laughs> on the <laughs> river by by the interstate. If he could go find that bitch somewhere. Look, you they talk float. about barefoot. I know Cody Lockwood Fishing does a lot of barefoot. Ew, so do I. What are we doing? Ugh. This ain't Fisher. This ain't Fishersonly.com. Put them feet Farmersonly.com. I'm not, I'm not Rex Ryan. I don't like feet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Question number two. Pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Yes, but... Rarely, yes. Well, well, yes. that's that's yes. a cop out. That's a cop out. That's a that's cop a out. Cop okay, out so I guess yes, right? I, right. I allow it. Okay, right, right. I mean, not by itself, right? With like ham, right? Yep, or chicken, yep. or chicken. That but are we talking good. about country ham, or we call it Canadian bacon? Canadian bacon, big or pork yeah. rolls, or pork if, rolls. If First pork of all, I'm Canadian fair, bacon ain't ham, and it ain't bacon. Pork roll. I don't it's know what the fuck it is. It is not fucking pork roll. Pork roll is its own thing. All right. You don't I'm know. Gonna... You don't know you're from fucking Oregon. I'm not from Oregon. How have we been on this show? I'm from Washington State. Now I live in Jersey. Oregon same thing. is not in Oregon, there. That's, that's the same thing to me. Connecticut, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania. They're all the you're fucking from same Georgia. Place. Who gives a fuck? What? No, I'm from South Carolina. I'm from the Carolinas. Same fucking thing. No. <laughs> I love the Carolinas. I lived in North Carolina half my life. Where? Camp was June. Oh shit! Well, my my dad was in, and then I was in. So, you were in the uh, Marine Corps. Yeah. Well, thank you for your service. I, uh, oh, I also you. served too. Thank you for that, though. I appreciate it. Um, number three, 
Do you spend oh. more on a rod or do you spend more on a reel? Rod only because I found a reel that I really like for the price. I like Ooh, it. What reel is that? It's a um so you got the Cast King Royal Legends, which are pretty cheap, but they have the one that's a Royal Legend Elite, and I love mm-hmm. them. I have like six of them. I skip lords with them and everything. I don't backlash, so why nice. do I need to spend more? I love it. In a uh, non-tournament situation, uh, in a three-hour session, would you rather catch five two-pounders or one seven-pounder? In a tournament? Uh, non-tournament. Oh, non-tournament. Three hours, do you want to catch five two-pounders or one seven-pounder? One seven-pounder. I love it. Uh, are you taking Wacky or are you taking Texas? Texas. Uh, what? <laughs> what are you drinking out of? Anyways, are you uh, – this one, this one I put on here. Don't question what I'm drinking out of. This one I put on here, and it gets weirder and weirder, I feel like, every week. So we'll see how we go. Um, are you more of a slow jams guy or a hype music guy? Hype music. Hype music. Love yeah. it. Uh, that's a lot better answer. Uh, the previous episode, uh, Todd Grubb. He went into a long, like ten minute tirade about hippie music. <laughs> it was it was not rapid fire. It was had nothing to do with the question. It was hilarious. I had drank so much, I still don't even remember that episode. <laughs> Are you uh, like? Oh. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say. Now I totally forgot. Next question. <laughs> True rapid fire. I we had true rapid fire. Are you uh, eating largemouth bass? Yes or no? I would, but I don't prefer to. That's not a yes <laughs> or no. I'll do it. I'll do it. Ah! Oh my god, that's you like saying we, it's like it's like it's like we'll we'll. I'm not even listen, gonna say that. Like, listen, I can't. He's I can't a marine. Of course, he's gonna eat. He's a savage. Like, he's gonna eat that thing. But I won't I, do it if it's a lake that I fish a lot. It's my lake. All right. Would you eat beaver? <laughs> I would. I'd try it once. <laughs> we, because <laughs> let me tell y'all something. That's not a rapid fire question, but I like how Paul improvised. Let me I want tell Paul y'all to explain something. this beaver question. Let me tell y'all something. People, people, people talk. People look down on eating beaver, but I'm telling no. you, you, you. You get beaver cooked the right way, and it is delicious. Or I could just uh, even cooked bad ground beef tastes just fine. You've never eaten beaver. I have had I have had salted beaver tail. Oh no! But we no no we ain't talking about no fucking Yankee salted beaver tail because. This we was don't in Alaska. This was we in Alaska. So it was not Yankee. I mean, I guess because it's in the north, but it's like the north north. This was like Alaskan beaver tail, and it was fucking disgusting. But we talk about we. Ass- I'm talking about. Carolina. So you're gonna Paula Dean this beaver, and you're we just gonna wrap about, this no, thing no, up. No, 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 no. <laughs> see, see, this is how you be, out. Yeah, this <laughs> how you be fucking up this beaver tail by looking at Paula Dean. Look, we talking about low and slow barbecued beaver. Grilled beaver, gotcha. No, not grilled. Don't have us. <laughs> I, it's, I know it's, how to trigger them at this point. It is 2021, the year of our Lord, 2021. <laughs> I don't know. The Chinese year, I think, right now is a dog or a rabbit. But regardless, it, we no, 
We barbecue in beaver. And I'm talking about the beaver that swims in the water. Not the mean wife you have upstairs asleep. (laughs) All right. And the fan favorite of rapid fire. Uh, And beaver can be one of your choices here. God, I hope you don't fuck me on this one, Dom. Uh, Because when we get really weird submissions, I end up having to eat it. So I need to know what are your top three. Because every fisherman loves a sandwich, right? Loves a what? Every angler loves a sandwich, right? So I need to know what your top three sandwich proteins are. Peanut butter. Okay. That works. Hold on. That's a first. That's a fucking first. It is a fucking first. It is. Hey, where's you need to get Bobby's ding ding things? (laughs) What ding ding? ding. (laughs) Hold on. If you wanted all of that, you could have been on Jigs and Bigs, but you're on busted ass Bass and Brews. Already been on Jigs and Bigs, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) All right, number two, Dom. What do you got? Uh, Ham. Okay. Three. Bacon. Bacon. Have we got bacon before? I don't remember. Nope. Nope. And you know what I'm going to do? I think I might prep. I'm going to do a Dom. Hold on. I'm going to do a Dom special. I'm going to do a bacon peanut butter and ham fucking sandwich oh that's i'll do it with you live uh, yes we're I'll gonna do it live we'll set this up uh Same we're gonna set it up absolutely so, <laughs> so here's here's what's crazy is i've got a youtube channel it don't have a lot of shit on it but two videos it does have was when i was a house husband last year during covid and i ate some some weird ass fucking sandwiches i thought up and the shit ended up being pretty damn good. It one of them was like a tomato pickle watermelon sandwich, and that bitch oh, was no, delicious. No. Crazy enough, I've had watermelon dipped in pickle juice. It's fucking out of control good. We don't want to hear about your sex life. <laughs> All right, Dom. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. Um, kind of last call here. Do you got anything you want to promote out there right now? Um, no, I just. I'm doing everything for myself pretty much, but I do have a couple partners. Um, Austin Kayak has been great to me. Mm. Um, the website's great. They're great people. If you guys follow them on Instagram, um, super friendly. And then um, I am on Exxon Lures Pro Staff. Um, so I still have to pay for my gear. So it's not completely free. Right. And I still pay for a lot of it. Um <laughs> And even though it's discounted, but I encourage you guys to try the stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm on Instagram, the real accountant with two E's, the same names on YouTube. You know, I would appreciate He's on the Tiki Talks too, man. Oh, I just started the TikTok. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah, that's pretty fun, by the way. Tiki Talks fun, right? Like so fun. I yeah. thought it was. I always thought it was the lamest thing ever, but I thought it was not. for fourteen-year-olds, and it's uh, it's a for no, no, it's for a bunch of like thirty-five-year-olds. I mean, still oh. children, but fuck it. Exactly. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. Uh, This has been Bass and Brews. Uh, Make sure you follow Paul Heels. uh, He's on Tiki Talks and uh, FarmersOnly.com. We're about to forget. Wait. 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 We're going to find out the true listeners for this at the very end. What do you got, Paul? Hook set hoodlums. Mm -hmm. Buy your shit. Buy your your gear. Yep. From hook set hoodlums. Yep. Make sure you use... Heels 10. H-E-E-L-S 10. Give it a 10. A 10. A fucking 10. 
or you Love can it. use uh, Swamp Rat Fishing, all one word. <clears throat> Again, normally we talk about this. We'll save it for the end. I want you guys to pick your favorite host. Go buy a shirt. Use a discount code to your favorite host. Um, if we get enough uh, at the end of this season, uh, whoever gets the least amount of sales will be kicked off the island that is Bass and Brews. And I'll uh, tell you, Dom, at least you got a pro staff deal with, with X-Zone. When I came on to hooks at Hellum, Hoodlums, I got, a right. prostate, I got a prostate agreement. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> I, I, I didn't get a pro staff agreement. I got a prostate, got a prostate. agreement. And I was like, great. I have never had anything up my butthole before, but um, I'm willing to take a chance on hooks at Hoodlums. So Listen. here I am. Listen, Paul, after this last weekend, you're lucky because I think uh, that big old dildo is going to get cycled around. So on that note, thank you, everybody, for watching. Dom, hang out for a minute. Uh, We'll see you guys on the next one.